0: Left idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host Anthony Montarulo, Uh joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? What it is, what it is. I had an interesting uh, little afternoon. I got
1: home from work, and there was a um, business card from a deputy sheriff on my door, and <laughs> uh, that doesn't happen very often. I'm thinking like, oh, I wonder, wonder what this is about. And I thought maybe there'd be like a note on the back of it. Nothing. Uh, and it said, uh, civil division of the, uh, county sheriff. So I'm thinking like, um, they're trying to serve me papers. Am I about to get sued here? What the fuck's going on? And so I spent about 10 minutes wondering what to do. And I was like, I'll just fucking call it. Cause I don't want to, it's going to like bug me all day if I, you know, sure, I don't have course. no idea. Uh, so I called the number get the voicemail um you know basically said hey i got your card left at my door here's my address uh i don't leave my name <laughs> and <laughs> i just said here's my number call me back right so he calls me back about 10 minutes later and i said hey so i got your card left at this address so on uh you know so on so forth he's like all right we're well, gonna be home tomorrow evening i said yes he goes i've got some papers here for you i'm like oh am i getting served something he's like yep and I said, "Well, can you tell me who it's from?" And he's like, "It's from your landlord." And I'm thinking, "What? Am I getting evicted? Like, I've paid my rent on time every day for or every month mm-hmm. for three years." And he's like, "You're in unit one, right?" And I'm like, "No, I'm in unit three, right?" Uh, and he's like, "Oh, which one's unit one?" And I told him which unit was the unit you know, number one. He's like, "Oh, well, I guess you can disregard this then." And I was like, "So, <laughs> I I still haven't told him my name, but he did he did." he finally said the name of the of the tenant Mm -hmm. and it was it wasn't even it was a female uh right so i was just i was you know and and honestly like the downstairs neighbors who are getting evicted i have complained about for like the last three years so like they're definitely problem renters um several domestic violence emergencies that i had to call the cops on well at least at least two that i called on many other times the cops got called i don't know by who right but um broken windows down there like two broken windows uh in the last couple years and just chaos (laughs) going on nonstop. so i went from panicking you know that something terrible was about to happen to me to then just like oh i'm getting evicted what i didn't what you know like just pissed and then and then like happy all within the span of like two minutes
0: (laughs) so ran the gamut yeah i was like all right
1: well i'm glad i did the right thing and just called and fucking clarified now he knows where to actually drop the shit
0: off well, maybe your neighbor's a listener, and they'll find out ahead of time. <laughs> somehow doubt it, but you never know
1: well i I've strived to be a good neighbor, and you know I won't even like wear shoes or you know clump on the floor or anything like that. I try to be really conscientious and uh occasionally when it's been too crazy down there, and I would like bang on the floor, usually they would just bang back right and <laughs> just be and just be louder, you know, just like no, and there's fucking kids down there too, like little kids, like little mm. kids that you know if i actually thought this that they should get taken away from their parents and social service was, would be better for them then i probably would have called that a long time ago um i, I have been a mandatory reporter before uh I, I have no evidence of actual child abuse but just like nonstop stop partying and just smells like weed constantly
0: and i'm like oh there's little babies in there like let's, let's stop it knock it off yeah well on that cheery note um <laughs> <laughs> uh we should get into the news this week because i have uh about six million things i want to cover um obviously we're doing this again on wednesday uh my schedule is mm-hmm. a little crazy right now so i figure you know since we're gonna have to record next wednesday instead of friday i figure maybe we'll keep it a little consistent we'll just record you know this wednesday since we recorded yeah. last wednesday we are men covering with busy lives
1: lately it's crazy
0: a week and a half of topics um <laughs> yeah so and next week will be interesting because i'll be uh using my laptop to record this i'm gonna keep my mic here but we'll we'll see how that goes i think it'll be fine yeah um
1: if you can't record a, a a fucking you know podcast with a fucking lap
0: book mac book it's a mac yeah bro yeah, well, you know what what good is it if you can't record it on that <laughs> yeah No, it will be fine um yeah so uh let's just get into the news of the week because i have a lot of shit i want to touch on uh one thing that made the rundown at the last minute uh because it's happening right now is that uh the u.s is just casually uh supporting a uh coup in venezuela (laughs) a coup of a sovereignly elected government in uh, venezuela so uh you know obviously that's developing right now but um this story is fucking insane like we know that the u.s backs coups all the time we talk about you know the coup in Iran that we backed where we installed a you know a friendly uh uh shah in Iran we've talked about the coups we've backed in Libya and the coup we backed in Honduras all these different like recent you know coups but um usually the government has the good sense to at least like pretend to be shamed about it or like keep it quiet like no with it just but Donald Trump totally tweeting hey. Uh, by the way, we uh, support and recognize the opposition uh, lead, uh, leader in uh, as the president of Venezuela. Like, the leader of the opposition who was not elected president, the U.S. government is recognizing as the president of Venezuela. So we're going to cause—I mean, you know, it's happening already, but we're going to um, inflame a civil war in Venezuela because uh, this neoliberal centrist piece of shit that— Declared himself president is more friendly to our oil interests. Uh, And how can you declare yourself
1: president if you didn't win the election? Like, you just.
0: He he didn't even run. He didn't even fucking run. Maduro, you know, for all the shit people can say about him, won the last presidential election. And uh, all the shit I'm seeing online is like, oh, well, it was illegitimate. It was a show election. You know what their uh, only piece of evidence that I've been able to find for how it was a show election was? Oh, they had low turnout. I was like, uh, um, okay, so is every election in the United States history a show election then? Because we regularly have a sub-50% turnout. Right. And their Actually, reported turnout was like 46%. Don't
1: answer that, because I don't think we'd be a good example for your argument. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? Like It's just preposterous that that's the yeah. argument that they're using. And it's like, no, he fucking won with like 60% of the vote. Like, you know what? They fucking beat him in an election if you want to. Well, it's clear the lesson is to
1: dec- Declare it. that you won first. Whoever whoever says it first, whoever you know yells shotgun first gets to sit up front. <laughs> that's all that's all politics is these days. Um yeah, I, I haven't watched it real close. I know it's like everything we hear about Venezuela in this country is is fucking probably written by bullshit. the CIA. Uh yeah, it's just it's like I have no idea what's going on there because we don't get any fucking good news about it. And, and I just I haven't had enough time to follow everything being out of town for the last week or so. So I I was asked to talk about it more tonight by someone and I just kind of said like I don't feel like I have the authority to honestly
0: sure, I really I, mean, I, I can't speak I, to it, it literally is happening right parties. now so, it, so you yeah, know it's yeah. very it's it's very breaking and I'm just and we'll, I'm sure we'll talk about it more next week but I just wanted to briefly bring it up because <laughs> it's so fucking brazen like th- th- this is like what we've talked about with the Trump administration where they just ripped the mask off of the horrible imperialism that we've been doing for decades mm. And we've been doing this shit forever, but it's just so fucking mental to think that the president of the United States is openly uh, supporting a coup on Twitter. Like, like in the past, they've just done this shit secretly, and we find out about it six months later, and we're like, oh, fuck, of course we uh, had involvement in that coup. Like, of course the rebels didn't just manage to overthrow a government... (sighs) But well, yeah, I, mean, I mean, if, if
1: you think that, that we wouldn't be supporting a right-wing coup in, in Venezuela if Hillary was president. Oh, of course no, we I would. Mean, yeah.
0: They, a, they'd have the good sense to keep it quiet, and then we'd <laughs> find out about it a couple months later and be like, oh, sure. well, that's shocking. She'd <laughs> say,
1: well, I don't like how it was done, but it was still the right thing to do, which is exactly what she said about Honduras. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Which, and we later found out she orchestrated herself and had a, a, right. had a huge hand in actually <laughs> carrying out. Um, I didn't yeah, like myself the...
1: much after I made that decision to make it happen uh, in, a, in the way that no one else could have but me. But, you know, I still live with myself somehow.
0: The gross fucking thing is that you have shit libs actually supporting it openly. Like people like Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the House uh, Foreign Affairs Committee, like supporting this coup. This, this, this totally undemocratically elected coup, uh, people like Andrew Gillum tweeting about how Maduro was, is an illegitimate... Le- like, fuck off. Fuck the fuck off. Th- these people are just trying to fucking bait the the rich fucking Venezuelans and Cubans that move to Florida, that, that vote Republican, to fucking vote for them. This is just more of the same, you know, triangulation bullshit. Like, anyone who is is living in America who was formerly a, a Venezuelan, probably fucking left because they were uh one of the rich families hoarding the wealth and they were trying to escape having to actually share their wealth that's a, a good percentage of the cubans and venezuelans that are in this country are here because of that reason i was forced actually to, flee to be... cuba on my yacht <laughs> yeah seriously yeah. i mean because because you know because they didn't fuck around in those countries they were like we're gonna forcibly seize your shit like if you're gonna <laughs> hoard the fucking wealth while people are starving yeah. Uh, and by the way, all, uh, again, people mention that people in Venezuela are starving. Yeah, that's because the opposition forces are burning food supplies. They've done it multiple times. You can look up news reports on, you know, Guardian, BBC papers that uh, actually will report on this shit. Of course, you're never going to find it on a U.S. you know outlet. But uh, the opposition well, forces, which that's, is that's funded the... and backed by the CIA, burns fucking food supplies.
1: Well, it, right. And there's only certain things that are allowed to have shortages, right? But it's just it's. You know, like we have a country, the richest country in the world, where 40 million Americans can't afford to feed themselves. And the only reason not more Americans starve is because of socialism, because we're subsidizing their food. A- anytime, you know, if you saw a bunch of empty store shelves, uh, you know, before Hurricane at Walmart or Target, you'd say like, look, look at, the, look at the amazing free market where these products are in such high demand that we can't even keep them stocked on the shelves. That's exactly what they would fucking say is that this is the success of the, of the free market. But as soon as you see an empty shelf in a socialist country, it's like, see, see, look, they can't, they they can't even keep up with, with demand. They can't, they have no, no way to, you know, socialism cannot provide for the needs of the people. It's just, it's so fucking insanely biased. It's childish.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, they're just, they're just reaching a conclusion. They're working backwards from their conclusion to fit their narrative and people have done that as a joke on twitter they've showed pictures of america and be like oh look at how 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 destitute venezuela is you know just kidding this is detroit just kidding this is you know chicago like
1: which then of course the people will say well detroit was run by democrats and Uh it's like well yeah they're fucking still petty capitalists i mean the austerity in detroit has been the most bipartisan political effort in maybe any city history to yeah. give billions to build a new sports arena every five years to somebody who's already a billionaire, right? Basically, just subsidizing billionaires. Meanwhile, uh, you know, in 2012, Detroit shut down a third of all its fire departments. Um, the schools in Detroit all have lead pipes, just like Flint does. Um, so it's, you know, it's insane. There, there were 10,000, uh, there did a study a few years ago, uh, Loveland, it's a, like a city data, uh, company that does really accurate, you know, but like really thorough data. They don't just pull stuff. They will actually do. So they, they did a survey that found that the city of Detroit, um, they did a, um, account of every single parcel of land and they counted every single building to, to conclude that Detroit has 90,000 vacant structures in it.
0: Jeez. Christ.
1: Right. So they're very, they're very thorough. Right. And they found that between, I think it was between 2013 uh, and 2016, the first three years after they closed a third of the fire stations in Detroit, uh, Detroit Fire Department responded to 10,000 fire calls. Not just like grandma had a heart attack when we set the fire truck for it. 10,000 calls of a fire, either, you know, trash fire, brush fire, car on fire or house on fire in just three years. It's you know, so when people are like, "Oh, we're De- De- Detroit's having to come back," I'm like, "You don't know the fucking Detroit I know about, or that Detroiters know about."
0: Wow. Well, you know, that's but that's hey, that's the free market. That's that's, that's you know, that's exactly. we're all living like exactly. capitalists every day. It's awesome. Exactly.
1: And by free market, we do mean subsidizing uh, uh, the Little Caesars hockey rink so Kid
0: Rock <laughs> can come and open that place up and play every day for a week straight. Uh, yeah free market. Well, I mean that's that's just for the good of America, comrade. I don't know. I don't know what your what your problem with that is, <laughs> but uh, well, <laughs> and it's it's completely like the whole area where they built this
1: this new stadium, there's there's like six fucking stadiums in downtown Detroit. Like Detroit all of Detroit downtown is a stadium or a parking lot or a parking ramp and a couple of old, you know, uh towers that were built before the great depression <laughs> literally uh but they you know all the the banks bought up all the apartment buildings around this area for the last 20 years and would evict everyone and then just let them sit there and you know, like take the windows out so they would you know the, the floors and the ceilings would fall apart and then say oh look the neighborhood's so dilapidated we have to raise it uh why not build a new stadium so the, the, these cycles of, of of divestment and reinvestment that you know, force people out of their homes. They people act like that's just like a, a byproduct of uh, uh, market housing. It's it's like no, this is the the deliberate. Like this is exactly what we do. If there's, so there's a, a shortage, of, right? If there's a shortage of food in Venezuela, it's because somebody deliberately planned for there to be. And I guarantee it was to try to make socialism look bad, so they could, you know, have a right wing coup, right wing uprising, and say, well, the, the existing government can't provide for its people. People are starving. You know, this is exactly this is exactly what they do when, when they want to make a city look run down to support gutting it to build shiny new shit for rich people.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and I guarantee you if this ends up, you know, uh, ending with um, the opposition leader as the president, they end up taking over and forming a new uh, capitalistic government in five to ten years, uh, they're going to end up. Uh, just like France, with people marching in the streets and, you know, rioting, because uh, they're going to be like, oh, fuck, we actually had a government that, uh, despite the fact that they, uh, you know, were (laughs) beset on all sides, tried to take care of us, and now we have a government that's trying to fuck us over as much as possible for profit. Oh, and by the way, uh, Venezuela has the... largest oil stores in the world. Largest known oil stores in the world. Oh, that has nothing to do with
1: it. I'm sure that's just totally unrelated. A George Soros funded myth that the left is peddling. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I I mean, do right-wingers say that the shit going on in France is like funded by George Soros? I mean, they must, right?
0: No, no, they try to well in France they try to make it act as if it's a right wing uh, coup because they try to pretend Macron's like liberal and not like a neoliberal capitalist corporate right right well know. i
1: guess like what are the the american right wing talking heads try to say about it? do they even talk about it i mean they it seems like they have just Well no it. they
0: they when they did they tried to act as if it was like a right wing like tea party uprising against all of Macron's oh, taxation did, and gotcha. all, it, which is both it's like total bullshit when you actually look at their demands but no, it's a populist uprising. So there are people, you know, who have right-wing immigration views, but there, but the majority of the people with the yellow vests are protesting for uh, economic justice because Macron is a fucking, you know, horrible uh, right-wing capitalist uh, when it comes to the economy, and he's gutting all of their social safety nets, and it's horrible. <laughs> so he's trying to privatize their fucking uh, public health care, which has been public for I, I it's one of the earliest. Uh, countries to adopt the national health care system, I believe. So yeah. Yeah. That's why people are in the streets fucking <laughs> rioting in, in in France. Um yeah, so Venezuela, I'm sure that we'll have more on that next week, but uh I just thought that was in we we should mention it since it's happening right now and it's fucking mental. Um but uh also uh something we uh didn't get a chance to talk about last week because I believe it broke after we uh wrapped was the muller uh buzzfeed bombshell uh because the walls are closing in on trump and they got him. uh you know (laughs) every other report uh ended up not panning out but this is the one uh guys that that they really got oh wait no i'm I'm being told actually that it uh was uh bullshit like every other russia story so very breaking news if people yeah if, if, if people didn't see uh last week uh and i'm sure you did see there was a huge bombshell report in BuzzFeed that they have on reliable sources that Michael Cohen um, told Robert Mueller's team that Donald Trump directed him to lie to Congress, which is a federal offense, and that would be an impeachable offense. Uh, it's a felony. Um, so, you know, of course, everyone got that story, uh, ran with it, totally reported it breathlessly without actually realizing that even when you read the initial story, the sourcing on it's very odd. It it, it says like, we've, we, we've reviewed documents, but not like documents of it, it's, it's very vague as to whether or not they viewed any kind of supporting evidence whatsoever. Like every Russia story, uh, basically somebody told them that they reviewed documents and that they took that person's word for it because they trusted this source. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so like, uh, day later uh muller had to come out and be like hey uh we are disputing the veracity of this report uh this this, this is not true they didn't elaborate so of course right. the people clinging to this are still trying to cling to well he was maybe talking about the procedural no he wouldn't go out of his way to fucking refute your report which he's literally never done this is the first time he's done it if it wasn't total bullshit and people's heads weren't exploding over it
1: Right. And again, it's just, well, it's not as though Robert Mueller is a credible actor anyway, but yeah, it's usually if they're refuting something completely, they've got a reason to have like, you know, backed into a corner kind of a thing maybe, but I don't know. It's just, I, I, so I care so little, you know, I I mean, the the whole thing with the, the last big Russia gate lie was that, well, they maybe didn't affect the outcome of the election, but boy, did they try and then it turned out like the only thing they did in the up to the election was a bunch of advice for a group called uh, like it was like uh, Muslims for Hillary. I was like, oh, Muslims mm-hmm. for Hillary. That seems like a weird way to slant the election in favor of Donald Trump. Uh, but what do I know? I'm not a, you know, sinister Russian Russian troll farm who clearly knows how to rig things. You know, and it was like none of the none of the places they ran the ads were places where it would have made any difference anyway. They were running them in, the, in like heavy, you know, heavily Democratic urban districts where no one's going to vote for Tr- there's no way trump's going to yeah. win anyway it's just, it's like what what so, they they're sure meddling i guess meddling if you've watched enough episodes <laughs> of fucking scooby-doo where a bunch of stone kids somehow like accidentally you solve a crime i guess if that's what you're gonna consider to be meddling then sure okay uh but you, but you know yeah, the just, same people
0: that uh, yeah okay oh, i was gonna say the same people that support uh or, or that 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 claim that that excuse me was russian meddling uh are supporting this uh acknowledgement of uh this illegitimate government in venezuela like those people see no fuck like uh, you know fourteen thousand dollars thirteen hundred excuse me dollars worth of google ads that's meddling in an election that's unacceptable us totally supporting and backing a fucking uh illegitimate coup of a sovereign country uh yeah that's totally cool so you know
1: I resent that comparison. No, I, it's just, ex- exactly. It's not in any way reflective of a enlightened civil society to look at subverting other countries' democracies and go, well, we didn't like their leader, therefore, you know, it's like, oh, by what right do we have any country to tell them they can't be communist or socialist? Yeah. You know, no, the, whatsoever. The, the the revolution in... Vietnam, that the story of their country and how they came to be free. You know, you look at all the countries they had to fight. They had to fight off, um, you know, colonial France first of all, who then abandoned them when Japan invaded. Uh, the Vietnamese had to fight off the imperialist, uh, fascist Japanese army, and then as soon as they did, and they kicked them out of because they didn't really they didn't get any help from anybody in Vietnam to fight J- Japan. As soon as they got c- kicked them out uh france came back and said oh this is ours again and Viet- vietnam was like the fuck you you didn't do shit to help us you're not our <laughs> friends in 1945 when they declared independence and ho chi minh had actually been to america and studied our constitution modeled the vietnamese constitution after our our, our declaration our constitution declaration of independence and then of course as soon as they kicked france's ass again uh america came to pick up the ball and then vietnam beat um, imperial america also um so i mean you talk about like a like a monumental how many countries massive
0: harlem globetrotters at home like that <laughs> right they, you do not want to fuck with them in their on their home court like right. clearly and cl- you know they definitely got
1: some some material support because they had no air force until you know i think i think soviet union gave them like A dozen planes right and they still it was Mm -hmm. you know they didn't have any real fighters for the most part they had a couple they had a couple but um nothing compared to what we had and just the the idea that we didn't like that they wanted to become a socialist country after declaring independence so we said well we don't recognize their their liberty or freedom so we're going to go and be counter-revolutionaries we were basically the the uh you know the british empire we were the bad guys right telling them they can't they don't have the right to self-determination So it's it's the same mentality that other countries, it's okay for us to topple their democracies as long as we decide that they don't have the same uh, economic values
0: we do as a country, which usually means that they support workers (laughs) is all that means. Right. Yeah. Um, By the way, uh, the State Department, I believe the State Department, it was the State Department of DOD, said that all options are on the table in Venezuela. Uh, Including military intervention if Maduro decides to use force. You know, if he decides to use force to uh, keep the democratically elected government that he is the head of in power, the U.S. government may go in and depose him by military force. So... You know, totally. We're totally fucking respectful of other countries' sovereignty, though. We're not yeah. at all fucking massive war criminals that deserve to fucking lose every. Uh, do you think there would be any?
1: Uh, do you think liberals would organize any anti-war rallies if we sent troops in no. Venezuela? No, probably not. No, because you know, remember back when we thought that Trump becoming president would mean that liberals Would become anti-war again? How fucking yeah. naive I was to think that. And it's like, no, that's that's the only thing that they are like. We don't care. We don't care. You can do whatever he
0: wants, if it long as it's fucking taken out. No, home. Obama broke fucking liberals' brains forever. He literally, as he has turned the Democratic Party establishment into the war party, the second war parties. There's no going back. That's why I, I, you know, I'm I'm really dubious of the fact that we're ever gonna. No matter how many leftists we get in in government, it's gonna be really fucking hard to break that bipartisan consensus for war. And for I, I mean Bernie's yeah. even not great on it. Sometimes it's really fucking
1: hard. I didn't see Bernie today. say anything about Venezuela God. today. I uh, didn't see Alexander ocasio Cortez say anything about it today. So it's just it's like they think they can't have, you know, left wing domestic agenda and a left wing foreign policy. So it's really sad that that's the case but seems like that's where we are
0: or they or they do and they're being screamed at by everybody to shut the fuck up about it because that it, it'll be and and I actually almost would even advise them not to tweet a ton about it because they would be smeared relentlessly for it probably <laughs> Yeah. Like if they did yeah. and it's not even worth the fucking battle because they're not going to have any actual effect on it, but well,
1: you know what we you need, know. you know what we need right now is for Cardi B to come out big in support of the, the democracy in Venezuela, <laughs> because apparently we, all you got to do is have her fucking say some shit about it And everyone's like, Oh, yep. That's exactly where our policy is now. Whatever Cardi B said.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm ready to vote for her for president. I'm, 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 I'm there at this point. So yeah, Cardi B, uh, has been fucking awesome this week. Uh, she, put out this kind of impromptu Instagram live video that really blew up. Uh, and I actually want to play the audio and then we'll, we'll chat about it. All right.
2: Hey y'all. I just want to remind you, all because it's been a little bit over three weeks. Okay. It's been a little bit over three weeks. Trump is now ordering as in summoning, federal government workers to go back to work without getting paid. Now I don't want to hear y'all motherfuckers talking about Oh, but Obama shut down the government for 17 days. Yeah, bitch for healthcare. So your grandma could check her blood pressure, and you bitches could go check your pussy in the gynecologist with no motherfucking problem. Now, I know a lot of y'all don't care because y'all don't work for the government, or y'all probably don't even have a job, but this shit is really fucking serious, bro. This shit is crazy. Like, our, our country is in a hellhole right now. Oh, fuck you all. And like, we really need to take this serious. We, I feel like we need to take some action. I don't know what type of action, bitch, because this is not what I do, but... <laughs> Bitch, I'm scared. This is crazy. And I really feel bad for these people that got to go to fucking work to not get motherfucking paid.
3: I
1: love the way she talks so much. It's great. I'm glad we're we're in this era now where women don't censor themselves and can say exactly what they want to fucking say. I'm so happy to hear her use the word she uses. We, of course, Mm -hmm. always have this stereotype that if somebody talks like they're from the street that they couldn't possibly be educated about something like national politics well she clearly knows exactly what she's talking about and can talk about it using her own words and denotes a wealth of intelligence and everything she says um you know just I, she's been saying stuff like this for a long time I think that 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 video kind of blew up and people kind of went oh yeah I, I didn't, didn't know didn't about it I it, looked but into
0: it I was like oh fuck she's
1: been saying great stuff for a long time um this was a, a quote from a Twitter account Social Security Works this is Her quote, uh, Cardi B uh, on FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, he's the real (laughs) Make America Great Again president because if it wasn't for him, older Americans wouldn't even get Social Security i mean like
0: <laughs> fucking, i mean how, no, she, old is she's she? fucking great. how
1: old is she like 25 maybe i don't know yeah I don't she's know super she young is. and
0: she's super fucking smart uh yeah she, she talked back during the primaries in 2016 uh she tweeted out vote daddy bernie bitch or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh which i didn't
1: know at the time yeah and then no me neither bernie tweeted out uh retweeted her on social security back in uh, April of 2018. And of course his, his, you know, comment is like Cardi B is right. We need to increase. Cardi social B is degrees. right.
0: We need, to increase.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, like he probably hadn't heard of her before, you know, it's Bernie, but he's, once he knows somebody's name, he never forgets him. Right. Yeah. He knows yeah. exactly what
0: she's all about. But, uh, but I love yeah, it, yeah, go ahead. He needs to do like a barbershop video with Cardi B, like he did with Killer Mike, where he because I, I just love the way he he says people's ridiculous stage names, like you know Killer Mike. That's a great point, and I uh, think we need to discuss that, and we need to talk about the broader. <laughs> so I would yeah, just love that you know Cardi B He
1: just calls him like Killer Mike, and I agree. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's great. Well, his his famous I love his quote, and I I'm sure he was being mildly humorous, but this is just like bernie's so dry you can't tell where he's like, well, I wasn't really. Sure about killer mike when i was told about him because you know i didn't know what kind of killer he was but it turns <laughs> out uh he's not an actual killer he's just a killer rapper and i was like oh bernie you know how to fucking slam and of course people try to pretend that he was trying to be like he was just like ignorant racist and it's like uh-huh, no uh-huh. no he's he's making a self you make it a joke You're about himself funny. that's <laughs> all he's doing yeah um so i was just reading through this guardian article today um which the cardi you- b one Yeah, yeah, Guardian article, and towards the end, it's talking about just, like, overall how fucking smart she is and how educated she is. And it's uh, referencing an article uh, or an interview in GQ magazine. Uh, It says, in the same GQ interview, Cardi bragged about being able to recite all of the U.S. presidents in order and her ability to provide trivia on any president on demand. When the GQ interviewer randomly selected James Buchanan, Cardi responded without a pause that he was the 15th president and the only president to be a bachelor. I mean, just like you know, shit—the shit that we think is useless knowledge—that we, she knows all
0: this stuff, <laughs> like like the stuff that they, they fill kids' heads with in school, it's like she, some fucking Rain Man shit. Like, I don't even think I could do that. I could, I could name maybe. No. 40% of the presidents in order like, Well I, I, did I mean like
1: uh, Her lyrics are pretty Like to remember all the lines And all of her songs because she's really fucking fast Like she can rap yeah, shit can really rap fucking fast, fast yeah. And I'm like how do you remember that many Words how can you remember like you must be able To recall shit really well to be you know, able she's
0: to She's like a polymath maybe <laughs> like it seems yeah, Like but-
1: yeah but um, And then of course she fucking just Absolutely slayed Tommy Loren this week Uh, I don't know if you have that tweet up
0: well so tommy lyon i don't have the tweet but i remember basically tommy lyon was like oh yeah t- ooh, another li- another liberal tries to it- give their input on politics stick to music or whatever and then uh cardi tweeted out something like bitch i will dog walk you which i had to look up because i didn't know what that meant but apparently it just means beat the fuck out of you
1: no it means like you make someone your bitch and you fucking drag them around on a leash is what it means i didn't look it up but oh, I, okay i just assumed that's what she meant uh, but, like, literally every headline in the news for the last week has been like, this person dog walks that person. It's like literally nobody <laughs> knew what it was until Cardi B fucking
0: said it. Like, just Why put do you think it it's like wh- dog walk, like you walk on their like face with your boot, basically. Like, you know, like, I think it and, doesn't like, matter. You it can mean it. whatever you want. Like, I, I think yeah.
1: dog walk, and I'm like, oh, you put a, a collar and a leash on somebody and made them their, made you, made them your bitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, that seems like the most kind of, uh, or, or yeah, then somebody else was uh, going after her, some other fox news bimbo saying you know tweeted out a clip of her video and it's like a bunch of women in fucking bathing suits twerking they're like you want to tell me how this empowers women and she was like okay yeah i'll explain how it empowers women it's women doing whatever the fuck they want with their own bodies that doesn't mean that anyone has a right to do tell us what to do it doesn't mean a, that we don't have the right to say no when we want to say no that's how it empowers women and i'm just like how, how do these other women not know that do they really have, don't know what empowerment
0: means they don't give a fuck about empowerment of course they they have no concept of it they they fucking run around in you know pencil skirts on fox news for the enjoyment of the creepy pervs that run that network they don't fucking (laughs) care
1: no it's just so i I don't know it's it's not a huge fan of celebrity culture so i like when celebrities are fucking like act like real people and use their (laughs) platform to say real shit like that
0: Well, that's exactly. And it's not so much that like, oh, just she agrees with us. No, she's like really fucking smart and knows her shit. And she's insanely popular, especially with the younger generation uh, that, you know, is just becoming a voting block for the first time. And what she says has a a lot of influence on how that generation thinks. So it's really fucking important (laughs) that they're getting this awesome (laughs) Uh message of socialism from the one i think the biggest rapper like female rapper out right now like you know i don't always sound like a 50 year old white dude saying that but like i she's the name i hear all the fucking time like you know in the rap community like she's yeah like, nah, no she's right huge now. she's got
1: five five million followers i mean she's big it's good when people use that mm-hmm. platform but you know it always cracks me up in some right where it says like stay out of politics musician stick to music and i'm like oh when have you ever said that to ted nugent
0: yeah, no, they love they love their their <laughs> awful fucking you know, or hey. Kid Rock or fucking you know whatever oh, awful yeah, Kobe
1: yeah. Keith, God, put mm-hmm. a boot up the ass, mm-hmm. tear <laughs> tear up the my American sleeves and way. fucking you know. Yeah, David Cross Ugh. used to fucking drag Toby Keith so bad back in like the late '90s, early aughts. It was he would like had a whole blog devoted to just bashing Toby Keith. <laughs> it was so good. He would just go on these long rants. You oh, couldn't even tell if he was yeah. really pissed off at him or he just got a kick out of the, the fact that he could piss him off. But yeah, yeah, it was good shit.
0: Wow. Speaking of right wingers, uh, Kamala Harris announced that she's running for president in uh-huh. um, 2020. So we should talk about her. Um, because Ugh,
1: this is gonna. I'm gonna need a shower after this, honestly.
0: So she's probably the worst one to announce so far uh, of all the the shit libs that have announced, and that's saying something. Mm-hmm. But uh, and I want to get into why. But I here I have some audio to play uh, before I, I do that. Uh, I, I believe this is her campaign ad. So let me let me play the audio from that. And we'll chat about it.
4: In the midst of uncertainty and turmoil, America's support for Israel's security must be rock solid. And as Iran continues to launch ballistic missiles while it arms and funds its terrorist proxy Hezbollah, we must stand with Israel. As Hamas maintains its control of Gaza, and fires rockets across Israel's southern border border. We must stand with Israel.
1: Is she practicing a, practicing a fake Brooklyn
4: accent? There? And as ISIS and civil war in Syria destabilize the region, displacing millions and threatening shared security interests, we must support all those affected by ongoing violence and terror, and we must stand with Israel. Our defense relationship is critical to both nations, which is why I support the United States' commitment to provide Israel with $38 billion in military assistance over the next decade. It is why I support full funding for Israel, including for the Arrow, David Sling, and the Iron Dome, missile defense systems, which save lives. And that's why I am fully committing to maintaining Israel's qualitative military edge.
0: Oh, my, my apologies, I mixed up her campaign ad audio with uh, audio of her being to the right of Genghis Khan on yeah. issues of Israel and militarism.
1: I, mean, I guess the good news would—that's would, from last is, year, is by that, the way. Uh, yeah, that, that's you know, that's who AIPAC. she is. Um, The good news, I guess, is though she does win and take the office of the president that uh, John Bolton can keep his job.
0: (laughs) It's true. It's true. Uh, Yeah. uh, Not much daylight between the two of them on uh, this issue. Um, She's a fucking maniac. Like, did did people like hear that and not realize she's a fucking lunatic? Like, she is so far to the right of Republicans on fucking is it's insane. She just d- repeats bullshit. She mentions the fucking civil war in Syria as standing with Israel by by staying in the civil war in Syria. The fuck are you talking about? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I know what you're talking about, but, like, how fucking shameless well, are you?
1: And then she's mentioning these uh, uh, um, uh missile defense things like Iron Dome and all this bullshit. Uh, Democracy Now! has a, a great series of segments where they... they had a bunch of experts on that basically said, like, nothing that we're spending money on for Israeli defenses is actually defending them from anything. You know, you're talking about, like, you know, anytime you have a missile defense program, you're talking about, like, shooting down a bullet with another bullet, right? It's just, like, one bullet's got to be able to find the other bullet in the air, traveling thousands of miles an hour, and blow it up, right? Well, the, the very few rockets that Hamas ever fires into Gaza, we're talking about, like, a shoulder... You know, mounted, um, you know, rocket that'll punch a hole through a wall and has no real explosive capability. It's not in the air long enough for anything to intercept it. So this myth, this total myth that, you know, all these missiles are getting knocked down by Israel before they hit a target is complete fiction. And And I definitely credit democracy now for... Just completely breaking down how, you know, uh, just w- with all these experts they had on how this is bullshit. They don't have, we're giving them all their, all this money to defend them from nothing. What they actually spent all the money on is, you know, their campaigns of essentially ethnic cleansing in Gaza. She said Hamas is, you know, under, uh, uh, the Gaza is controlled by under Hamas. Under Hamas control. Yeah, it's Hamas that built the, the giant open air prison. That's clearly Hamas built that wall. Mm-hmm. It's just Israel that uh, uh, mans the guard towers and shoots into the...
0: Yeah, she's a fucking maniac. So Kamala Harris, you know, we've talked about her before. I don't need to, but briefly, you know, she's uh, proud of the fact she, that she's a cop. She leaned into that in her in all of her interviews and messaging. Um, although she is also trying to pander to the fact that she would uh, be the first black woman elected president. She stole Shirley Chisholm's uh, campaign slogan. Uh, meanwhile, she uh, built her career on locking up black and brown people. Uh, And fighting to keep uh, wrongly incarcerated people in prison. The New York Times did a great article detailing how fucked up of a prosecutor she was, Um, you know, on top of the fact that she didn't prosecute Steve Mnuchin uh, when he was the head of One West Bank. And her uh, team came to her and said, hey, we have a hundred or I'm sorry, excuse me, a thousand cases of fraud. And I'm sure if we investigate, we could find a thousand more. She refused to prosecute him. Uh, later, we found out that she received uh, campaign contributions from him when she was running for AG. So, you know, totally coincidence, I'm sure. Um, she yeah. argued that prison labor shouldn't be released. Be, uh, prisoners shouldn't be released because it would uh, hurt the prison labor pool. Uh, oh, so I know. People, it's just yeah, nonviolent. It,
1: dra- how how are liberals going to resist climate change? Oh, with uh, pr- privatized prison labor. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how, how many forest fires in California are prisoners? uh how many of them she, can get a job as a firefighter after they get out of prison none
0: yeah she might be to the right of hillary clinton like it, it's debatable like she, hillary has a longer record but i she's a fucking maniac and she needs to be stopped at all costs and she clearly has hillary's team around her because she is doing every shameless trick that hillary did like she's trying to do it like rapid fire Oh, and I, it's I don't know so
1: cringy. Everything um, you watch, so where she's like dancing by sitting down, like she can't even. You gotta be pretty awful she's such dancer, a robot. Like black oh and not God. be able to dance, right? Um, yeah, and that that was so great because that video came out where she's like sort of dancing to a Cardi B song, and then of course, like today, the Guardian comes out with the you know <laughs> Cardi B saying <laughs> vote vote for Daddy Bernie bitch. Um, <laughs> just uh, I love it. I love it. Uh, no, yeah, no, she, that video she's terrible, so... but yeah, just, and then like where she's, you know, again, it's Al Gore trying to pick his favorite Beatles songs by committee, um, <laughs> where she's like, <laughs> yep. Oh, here are the things I like America. I'm a normal human. Just, ugh, ugh.
0: yeah, it's gross. It's fucking great. It makes you vomit when you see it. It's, you can tell it's just so fucking phony and, and market tested. Um, yeah, she she, she released, a, for people that don't know what we're talking about, she released a video. It was a candid video, quote-unquote, shot by one of her staffers of a Cardi B song playing during a meeting and her just spontaneously dancing to it in her seat. Yeah, so we're back. We had a little technical glitch, uh, but, you know, it'll probably be pretty seamless on your end. So, yeah, Kamala Harris uh, fucking sucks, and uh, she needs to be stopped. She's a cop. Uh, she will always be a cop she is probably the furthest most right of anyone running in the democratic primary which is saying something and we're all going to be called racist and sexist for opposing her so yay 2020 primaries can't fucking wait um yeah
1: well it's you know if she's a cop she's still a a white male and at the at the core of herself. So um yep, uh, it's going to be yeah. it's going to be brutal. But I mean, you look at look at the poll numbers already, like the real polls, not the polls they t- not, not the daily cause uh CIA poll, um not the uh, poll of just Democratic party donors, uh major donors, but like the actual polls of progressive and independent voters. And Bernie has more votes than every – he has a higher support than every other Democratic candidate combined right now. So yeah,
0: and she barely registers. She's got like 7% of the vote. It, it's pathetic. Right, so, which yeah. is
1: why she's got to get so many free ads from The New York Times and The Washington Post and Politico and The Hill. Uh, they're going to do nothing but bump her up, and it, there will be no criticism of her allowed, basically. So, uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I'm excited to get called sexist uh, and racist. Over and over and over by all the paid BrockBot accounts, all the fake Sally Albert accounts. Uh, That'll be fun. Looking forward to it.
0: Well, you know, since we're equal opportunity, uh, racist and sexist, apparently, uh, I want to play audio that uh, was making the rounds recently of another uh, probable 2020 candidate uh, who also must be stopped because he is also a right wing shitbag, bag, Joe Biden. So why don't we hear uh, Joe Biden's thoughts on uh, George H.W. Bush's uh, crime policies.
3: Now I'm gonna point out some specific things, six of them, that we find inadequate about the president's plan. I think the president has to join us in making a significantly greater commitment to these six areas to stem the rising tide of violence in America, and that's what it is, violence. First, we have to join together to ensure that drug dealers are punished swiftly, surely, and severely, in line with what the President is calling for, we have to hold every drug user accountable, because if there were no no drug users, there would be no appetite for drugs, and there would be no market for them. Let's take a look at what the real problem is. It's not just how many people are using drugs. As the President said, the number of people using drugs, cocaine in particular, is down in our country. That's true. But the violence associated with drugs is spewing out all over America, and that's terrible. I know it's hard to believe, but this very day, violent drug offenders will commit more than 100,000 crimes on this day alone. And the sad part is that we we have no more police in the streets of our major cities than we had 10 years ago. And what the President proposes won't help much. What he proposes is no increase over what the Congress has already approved last year. In a nutshell, the President's plan doesn't include enough police officers to catch the violent thugs, not enough prosecutors to convict them, not enough judges to sentence them, and not enough prison cells to put them away for a long time. That's why right now, six out of every ten criminals who are arrested on drug charges have their cases dropped. That's why we think the President should triple triple the commitment that he's made tonight for police, prosecutors, and judges for our cities and our states.
0: Yeah, so uh you know, minus the voice you'd be forgiven if you uh, thought that, that was trump's uh, recent stay of the union's upcoming stay of the union speech. Um, not only does he go after and you know repeat myths about the war on drug uh, war on drugs, he talks about. Punishing drug users uh which is you know only something i've heard rodrigo duterte talk about uh, in recent times i mean that's fucking maniacal so
1: i'm speech. still i still don't know who that audio clip was of that was who was that was that was that george w bush was that pat uh, buchanan was
0: that uh mike huckabee You'd be forgiven for thinking that, but that was actually uh, liberal darling uh, Joe Biden, who uh, claims that he or thinks that he's going to fucking somehow run for president and none of this shit's going to be important. Joe Biden, you know, we we talked about the crime bill a lot when Hillary was running. Joe Biden wrote the crime bill. He's a fucking right wing shitbag to his core. And, you know, there, there was a recent poll that said that. Bernie, so we all know Bernie has tremendous support among African-Americans, right? The only candidate with more support among African-Americans, and this is baffling to me, is Joe fucking Biden. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he was Obama's VP and people don't know how fucking horrible he used to be when he was a senator. Yeah, so I, really I mean, think it's, it's important to get this shit out there so people know. I, I wouldn't think that
1: it's necessarily that he was Obama's VP, but just the fact that he was VP is enormous name recognition. You know, he was sure. VP for eight years. Right. So. Uh, I, I'm sure there is some association with Obama, but I mean, policy-wise, like he's, he's so right-wing. Um, you know, when, when he says stuff like, "Well, I don't agree with Bernie that you know we we can't still be a prosperous nation for the middle class and not still have hundreds of billionaires." It's like, what, you, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Sit the yeah. fuck down, old man. Uh, and then just the like the creepy way he comes up behind women and puts his hands on their shoulders and then like sticks his mouth in their ear. He does it to little girls too, like teenage girls too, which is the creepiest fucking thing. Um, I think that we we've sort of adopted the image of Joe Biden as as like a creepy joke from the Onion, and forgot that he really is a fucking creep in real life. That's really what he is. Um, is that guy, uh, the, you know, washing his Camaro shirtless in the driveway of the White House is like is is really his natural state. Um, but yeah, it, it's just it's insane how much the people think that like there was just a very sudden right-wing turn by the democrats and it's no no they've always i mean they, they, they democrats loved all the get tough on trump crime more on drugs bullshit ever since uh you know from reagan on they've loved all the crime bullshit and you know just it's just the myth they're like oh it's the user's fault well if we got rid of the users we there wouldn't be any demand for it like are you fucking kidding me that's the, <laughs> do you know why people do drugs people do drugs because life fucking sucks right you want to make life a a socialist paradise then try it try making everyone's lives better and see if they do drugs less because that's the only thing that's going to make a dent
0: Mm -hmm. of course but they of course don't want to do that because that would uh affect their uh disgusting uh hoarding of wealth and uh that would not be uh desirable for them so um yeah so you know Fuck Joe Biden. I mean, not that it needed to be said. Uh, but he he's horrible. That I I was shocked by that. Like I knew he was bad. I didn't realize he was that fucking brazen about it. Uh, so yeah. Uh, that's who Joe Biden is. Um, and for people that look, like, oh, that was thirty years. Like I see people in the comments being like, oh, it doesn't matter. We need to beat Trump. Or oh, that was thirty years ago. The fucking guy voted for the Iraq War. That was not thirty years ago. That was the that was the most recent major, um litmus test in terms of uh, where you stood on an issue as a Democrat. Uh, and he fucking failed. So, conversation over. That used to be a deal breaker. That's why Obama beat Hillary, is because that was a litmus test for Democratic voters in 08, whether or not you voted for the Iraq War, which Hillary did. Uh, so, I think we're fucking done here, but, you know, they're going to still try to shove him on us. Yeah.
1: No, he he's just, I mean, he's not, he's got name recognition and people know him, but I don't think He's got any rabid fans out there? I mean, have you no, and he's, he's seen... awful
0: as a campaigner, so yeah, he's gonna plummet immediately.
1: I, I feel like you know, if anything, Beto's got somewhat of an organic base because you know, he's tall, <laughs> uh, he went to the dentist at yeah. one time. He uh, Kamala,
0: liberal white women's legs quiver, but not oh, he really doesn't have yeah. too much. Quiver. Who, who
1: is whose legs are quivering for Joe Biden? Uh, <laughs> nobody, nobody,
0: uh, I don't know yeah so fuck joe biden um you know before we get out of here i want to talk about briefly this uh march for life fucking nonsense uh that that went on uh over the week um oh the hitler youth rally
1: yeah i saw that yeah that was good that was good
0: (laughs) you'd be forgiven for for thinking that that's what it was but uh yeah no so uh all these little uh entitled rich uh you know, incel shit bags from uh, private schools uh, gathered in D.C. It wasn't a Catholic school? It was a Catholic school, his wasn't school it? Was a, his school was a Catholic school, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but, like, I, I don't think they were the only ones there. It was, like, some big, you know, right-wing bullshit. Sure. Like, Ben sure. Shapiro was there. It was this big gathering of unfuckable people. <laughs> <Yeah>. And, um... <laughs> uh and it was all basically like uh hey uh women shouldn't have any autonomy over their body and here's uh, a bunch of uh pimply men who've never had sex to tell you about why that is uh so uh they went to this thing and there was this video that went viral of uh this uh, uh indigenous man uh nathan phillips i think his name was yeah uh who uh was drumming in this one uh, really smug kid's face and then there was all these other kids around them uh, in MAGA hats and they were all clearly mocking him and laughing and doing a tomahawk chop and dancing around. It was just
1: just jeering. It was jeering, right? it it was disgusting. People were like, well, actually the the Native American walked up to them. It's like, so what? So So what? They fucking encircled him and were like, you know, antagonizing him in every way possible. Uh, Yeah, There was a lot of people who were going to bat for these kids who i didn't expect to people who i would actually associate with uh you know lefty folks um yeah i mean it's it, like it felt like people like forgot the the vast power dynamic difference between native people and white males in this country and when you see a whole crowd of little fucking neo-nazi uh mega hat uh, like you said incels surrounded uh, you know just a couple of natives uh drumming <laughs> native drums uh that that's not a that's not a thing where you try to parse the nuance out
0: yeah no absolutely not and 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 it's just people are like oh well they were yeah like i saw people like and the media totally were like oh well we got this story wrong because everyone jumped to conclusions in this second video angle no no what do you what do you think these fucking kids are 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 a bunch of tolerant understanding respectful kids they're going fucking make america great again hats that is an act of political violence in twenty eighteen. That is I and people say it all the time. That the MAGA hat is a new fucking clan hood. If so if those kids were wearing fucking clan hoods and somebody got up in their face, you wouldn't be defending the fucking kids and saying, Oh, well, they didn't know any better. They probably respected him. No, that's the fucking twenty eighteen equivalent sure. of a fucking clan hood. I like Bernie Sanders. I wouldn't wear a fucking Bernie Sanders uh hat all over the place. They wear it to antagonize I I marginal well. It's not like,
1: right. There's lots of people that voted for Trump that don't go around with a fucking MAGA hat. The MAGA hat is the the, the make America great again is clearly a statement of make America white again. That is all that means. Right. We know exactly what it fucking
0: means. You want, you want to antagonize people and start trouble. Like when you wear that hat, you want to get, have, get, have people get in your face because because that's that's what you fucking get off on because you're a racist piece of shit. Right. You don't and wear that hat. you saw if you're not the like kid's
1: that. face. He was he didn't he oh. got right up in the in that man's face playing the drum, Nathan Phillips. And you could see every bit of contempt and just, you know, every bit of hatred in that smile. That's not a smile of somebody who's standing up for themselves. That's a smile of somebody who knows that they have the power of white supremacy behind them. That's the smile of somebody who would not love nothing more than to have a whole mob of people eradicate every person of color they possibly could. That is, that is you know, everything about those kids. It, you know, it just reminds me of the the girl in Schindler's List screaming goodbye, Jews, over and over.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. and it, it's just, and then it's like, it's like, these are high school kids on a fucking field trip to this rally. Like, where the fuck are the chaperones? Where the fuck are the parents? I hate to sound like that, like, where are the parents? You know, but it's, these are kids no, at, a, like, at a political rally. Yeah. Uh, who are, are, you know, then, you know, they had other video where this girl walks by and someone yells slut at her for no reason. It's like, they were harassing all kinds of people at this place. And this is exactly how a lot of kids behave, um, just cause they're terrible kids. But when you put them, you know, when you turn them into a, a, a white power gang, you know, and they're going to political rallies, like that's, that's the fucking Hitler youth right there. That's what it is. Those are the Nazis.
0: <laughs> No, oh, yeah no it, it was it's it was so fucking brown shirt reminiscent it was unbelievable and that school is a fucking that 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 was just a group of future brett kavanaugh's that school is a breeding ground and to act like oh their kids don't ruin their lives this could be a teachable moment those fucking kids are all gonna grow up to be little shitbag brett kavanaugh entitled fucking pricks who uh destroy oh, yeah. the lives of marginalized well, they've people. Are,
1: they've already been invited to the white house we're going to the fucking white house uh the the little shit stain who's you know grinning ear to ear uh and- who's already got invited on the today show these are fucking they're they're going to be instantly turned into celebrities for wearing the little dipshit hats and the little dipshit smiles and basically you know threatening women people of color uh anywhere they go Right, and mm-hmm. we've we've seen what the you know the maga hat turns into. It turns into uh, tr- Charleston. Turns into Charleston, where you've got uh, dudes with metal poles beating up a black kid in a parking garage. Uh, guy taking mm-hmm. his fucking Dodge car and ramming it into a crowd, and then you see the ads for Dodge, and it's like uh, you know, begin the attack. You know, like you need more muscle. It's just like their ads are fucking sociopathic. It's just it just feeding off this testosterone, this hatred.
0: Yeah. No, it, it, that's the most potent force right now in America is angry white male hatred, uh, and it's being channeled through th- this fucking it, – it's really fucking uh, – it's just insane to me that people are trying to now act like they were doing an irresponsible job of reporting based on the initial video. Like, no, nothing is changed from any of these other angles, like, about this video. Like, uh, it, it's fucking it, – it's insane to me that people are, are doing that right now. It, it, it's so infuriating. <clears throat> and by the way have you ever seen a fist that more needed a fuck a face rather that needed more needed a fist in it than that fucking kid's face in that video yeah i don't like,
1: support I, child abuse very often unless the child's already a nazi so then <laughs> uh <laughs> maybe spare, if somebody punched that the kid rod, in smug fucking the, face, yeah whatever the fuck yeah, you it is. um he would um, yeah.
0: stop wearing that stupid ass hat and maybe think about the shit that he was doing and the shit that he was putting into the world um, so yeah, yeah fuck well, that and did,
1: did, somebody tweeted out some media analysis of how they filmed and lit him for that Today Show interview, where they put the camera up high, and looking down, so he would look small and defenseless and childlike. Uh, they they like rosied up his cheeks and made him look paler everywhere else, so he'd look like a little doll. <laughs> You know, uh, made sure that there was lots of twinkle in his eye from having lots of different lights on him from different directions. Like they, they deliberately wanted to infantilize him and make him look like he's just a good old American boy who did nothing wrong, right? So this is this is what you get when your family's rich enough to hire a a damage control PR firm and get you put on national television.
0: Yeah. Meanwhile, when twelve-year-old Tamir Rice gets shot, they, uh, you know, well, talk about the the truancy that he had in school and shit like yeah, that. That
1: that twelve-year-old was no angel.
0: Yeah. No. Exactly. How many times you hear that when a black when a black kid gets shot, uh, they talk about uh, shit that's totally unrelated to him getting murdered by a cop. So you know, that's it, totally fucking fair media and justice system we have in this country
1: yeah well one of the one of the msn headlines today was talking about the host that he did the interview with and just basically said like twitter dragged this woman (laughs) for for putting him on the air uh rightly so so at least you see we still have some you know democratic voice on the internet that can affect the the outcome of how media reports on stuff so we've just got to make sure that we're uh relentless (laughs) and kind of you know calling out those um who would give a platform to uh, neo-fascists.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Oh, and by the way, that school, uh, people like all over the place tweeted in stories about like, Oh, I went to the school. They were fucking horrible. They were all a bunch of bigots. Uh, you know, there's kids that were like, I was gay and they just fucking made my life miserable. And the teachers and the faculty, uh, you know, totally, uh, aided and abetted it. There's a picture of a basketball game from a few years ago, where uh they they, it was called a blackout game so everyone dressed in black but there were a couple kids in the front row clearly in blackface like with like the white mouth yeah they 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 tweeted
1: that out it was a blackout game like everyone knows what that is and there was there was somebody else that was like i've we all went to high school none of us have ever fucking heard of that what the fuck does that even mean what what the fuck is a blackout i don't know i don't give a shit because i don't watch sports but i've never heard that term before um so it's not i'm
0: like it's, it's no, i've never heard of it either i know
1: what a powder puff game is so i mean <laughs> i mean uh, it like every time i think i every time i wonder if i actually did go to high school or not i just remember that experience of having to go to fucking skip six sixth hour to go watch that bullshit uh and but uh, yeah
0: so even if even if like there was a thing where like everyone dressed in black for a game the kid is clearly in fucking blackface. You look at him; he's got the white around his mouth. He's he looks like fucking mammy. Like it, it, it's so obvious that the, the kid. And there was yeah. another kid also in blackface. Uh, yeah, you've, cool. you've
1: seen actual like actual racist people that couldn't even do blackface that well for Halloween. <laughs> like they knew exactly <laughs> what they were doing with the fucking white around the eyes and the mouth and everything. So mm-hmm. yeah, um yeah, but terrible, the, 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 terrible children. I
0: private it, schools and rich people are breeding grounds for this kind of. Fucking insane, insane racism no. and privilege. This is
1: it's why they send them to private school in the first place because they don't want to send yeah. their kids to school with with people of color. That's purely all it is. They don't want it. They don't want to. They want schools to be segregated. It, who was the the white celebrity? What is it, Samantha B or whatever, who mm-hmm. didn't want fought um, against
0: integration? Yeah,
1: uh, fought against having a more diverse, economically and racially diverse school that her kids went to. It, you know, it's just it's like they cl- they they claim it. They want this better identity politics for everyone until they have to look at it, right? And then it's like, nope, we want our white Christian suburb gated community. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. it, not gonna not gonna drop my kids off in my uh, SUV at the colored school. So, and then meanwhile meanwhile they say Bernie's got a black problem when Bernie was arrested yeah, yeah, right. arrested chained up to other black activists protesting school segregation. But yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's clearly us that are the racists uh, for attacking Kal- Kamala on her terrible race policies. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. Um, again, totally looking forward to the 2020 primary where we are screaming at the top of our lungs about actual policies that uh, these candidates yeah. have uh, enacted. And we're going to be called racist. So that's gonna yeah. be fucking well, awesome.
1: I'm actually going to pick a chair up and throw it over my head instead of just <laughs> instead of if they're going to accuse us of that shit, we might, we as, might as, well as well fucking, fucking do, it. do it. Yeah, that's no, right. it's true. I have to have a fucking Um, chair. Oh, oh,
0: God. Yeah. And you were just reminding me we have we have caucuses to look forward to where fucking shitty, corrupt Hillary Clinton loyalists are going to rig the fucking uh, caucuses in favor of the establishment candidate, even though Bernie has more support. Can't fucking wait.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, that's always what they say. Uh, um, you like, well, the, the states control the primaries in the caucuses. The DNC has no control over that. As though we don't know where the money gets funneled through. As yeah, if as the- if
0: we don't know who appoints the fucking state at chairs of all these parties.
1: Yeah, well, that was back in the you know, twenty sixteen, when they were the, the DNC was funneling money into the state chart, uh, state campaigns or the state chapters, uh, and then withdrawing the money within twenty four hours before they even knew the money was there, right? Mm-hmm. So it's just, well, we've got to get this this donation from, you know, the 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 Saudi family to the Hillary campaign. So we'll have them donate it to the Clinton Foundation, who then donates it to the DNC, who then donates it to the state chapters, and the state chapters then donate to Hillary Clinton. It, it's you like know, it's so comrade, it almost, <laughs> transparent it
0: almost,
1: It's just, when yeah. you
0: describe it as it is it almost sounds like money laundering but that would be a federal offense so it can't be money laundering oh, exactly
1: when we talk about the election being rigged this is what we're talking about we're talking about fucking illegal money laundering happening you know only three or four steps removed from being actually illegal right mm-hmm. and you can trace the money when you see 20 grand go in and then hours later 20 grand goes out uh, that there's not a whole lot to to speculate on there, right? So it, again, Donald people Trump
0: did that. That would be all Rachel Maddow would be talking about. Like if she, if he did the shit that Hillary did with her fucking shady financing and money laundering yeah. during the primaries, yeah, that'd be all they would talk about. Well, and be, then Donald there's. there's...
1: There's that um, little meme going around uh, from uh, liberals who hate Tulsi, you know, because Tulsi called out the rigging in the in the DNC. And it's like all these different women that might run. And it's like, we are so glad that all of you, not you, women are running in 2020. Right. And and not use on Tulsi. And it's just like, are you kidding? This is like she's the only one who even remotely stood up to the corruption in that party.
0: Yeah. No, that's unforgivable. That's unfor- she committed an unforgivable sin in their minds. You could do any kind of right-wing horrible policy that destroys lives uh, and still call yourself a Democrat and it's totally fine. But if you dare uh, raise your voice in opposition to injustice, you uh, are a pariah. So hopefully she'll learn her lesson.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: Christ, I'm so not looking forward to this fucking primary cycle, but
1: or actually we are and we're gonna be banging our heads together and drinking and fucking Yeah, you know, yeah. We'll having some very, right very good commentary. But uh tune in next year when shit really hits the fan, America.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um so that does it for us this week. Um you obviously can follow us over on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left. Uh be sure to share out the show uh you can uh if you want to help the show out you can rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts that helps us move up in the algorithm um you can follow us over on facebook.com slash move left idiots uh there's a thriving uh facebook community over there if you want to come join the discussion uh if you want to support the show you can do it one of two ways you can uh, support us on patreon patreon.com slash move left uh we're going to be adding uh some patreon exclusive content uh in the coming months on there so uh if you want to support the show and help us uh expand our storage so we can get to that level that would be awesome uh you can pick up some merch if you want to uh over at tinyurl.com slash tinyurl.com slash move left merch that's right that's um, right
1: and you can even find kamala harris's platform on our page too uh we uh yeah we yeah. threw that in there we noticed that she forgot to put it on her website but uh she's got a merch page and so do we
0: and we've got her platform yeah no it's actually the same as her uh, issues page it's that blank space underneath the uh the <laughs> listings on the, on the page. exactly um <laughs> uh, yeah uh i am on twitter uh at move underscore left I am
1: finally out of Twitmo jail uh, at Chaos Riot 1999. Uh, You can go see the tweet that got me suspended for seven days. Um, It's uh, pretty amazing the things that Twitter will do to stand up for racists and transphobes and homophobes nowadays.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, on that note, we will uh, be back next Wednesday. So uh, keep an eye on your feeds and we will see you then.